Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles into Phone. This week's episode brought to you by Riding a Horse on the Moon. I assume you get the reference. If you don't, it's a commercial. It's a really fucking dumb commercial. Uh, yeah, so we have a NXT TakeOver in your house this weekend. I am so looking forward to it. Honestly, I have really not watched NXT in about a month or more. Uh, I haven't really, I really haven't watched it since the the hockey playoffs have started, and I don't think I will be watching it much until the end, because uh, hockey is almost over until next season. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the second round, so we've only got two rounds left. And hockey's more important at this point than a mediocre NXT product that platforms a bunch of trash as their champions. Uh, and I real so I really won't this these predictions they won't be long. I might talk about a little a few things afterwards, but. This is not going to be a long episode. I mean, it might get to 20 minutes. I'm going to assume it probably won't, but it might. I mean, that's about all I'm expecting here. I don't have much to say about these matches. Uh, I mean, we have five of them. And it's just like... A, this was, I guess this was added today. This is for all these belts. Uh, Bronson Reed and MSK defending Bronson Reed's North American Championship and... MSK's Tag Team Championship against all of Legado Del Fantasma. Obviously, Legado Del Fantasma should win because Santos is way better than Bronson Reed could ever dream of being. Although, I do really, really like MSK. I just find myself rooting for their opponents in every title defense they've had except for maybe against Brizongo. I think they had a match against Brizongo. But every every match they were facing GYV, I was rooting for GYV. And every match they were... And the match they had against LDF, I was rooting for LDF. And it's nothing against them. They're really, really good. I just... I've just found myself rooting for the other team every time. So... I don't... I don't know. It's just like... They're really... They are really good. It's just... I don't know what it is. That I am find myself rooting... Against them most of the time, somehow. Despite that. Uh, if if the North American champion was anyone else, and or really, if it was... Any, like, if he hadn't just won the North American title, I could see Legato Del Fantasma winning. But Bronson just won that thing, and they're going to overpush the fuck out of him. Even though he should have never won that belt in the first place. He's boring. That's it. There's nothing interesting about him. He's just generic big guy. I I have... There's no entertainment value for me here. And there's no way that they're taking this belt off of him this quickly in this way. Unless it's just... uh, the, It's going to happen and then he's going to win the belt back Tuesday. That's it. Like, that would legitimately be the only way I could see that happening. And why would you do that? So, yeah. Uh, title, 
they're keeping their belts. That's it. Uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. Like, I want to be interested in this Zia Lee thing, but she's still just Zia Lee. Like, I, like if she was like far more, like, talented in the ring already than she actually is, uh, I'd be far more interested in this. But, like. Everything I've seen so far has not been that interesting outside of the whole mystery to Tian Shaw and whatnot. So, uh, there's more to the, like, yeah, they had that match in the MYC, I guess, several years ago. Great. Uh, I wish that meant something to me, but it doesn't. Uh, I mean, hopefully Mercedes wins this because, uh, she just lost to Raquel, so she needs to be built back up instead of losing to just losing to Zaylee, which would be worse. I'm just like, but I mean, it's NXT. Who knows? I mean, they're they're they like to push whoever the fuck they want these days, so it doesn't matter what. Like, they're just pushing whatever they want to. Case in point, Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight for the Million Dollar Championship. I guess this is a ladder match. This belt means nothing. Why do I care? Like, I really don't care about any of this. Like, this doesn't make any sense. The Million Dollar Championship has no value whatsoever. Nothing. So why do I care if either of these guys pulls it down from the top from a ladder. Oh, you know, because it mattered so much when Ted DiBiase Jr. and Goldust were fighting for it. However many fucking years ago that was. Meaningless. Uh... LA Knight wins, I guess. Move along. Raquel Gonzalez defending the NXT Women's Championship against Ember Moon. Ember Moon finally gets an NXT Women's title shot since she's been back, and it's not against EO, so congratulations, you fucked up. Yeah, and apparently she didn't even beat Dakota today, so if she can't beat Dakota, <laughs> she's not beating Raquel. Even though she should beat Raquel. Like, Raquel is so bad. Like, why? Like, 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 no matter how long her title reign will be, like, she's automatically the worst NXT Women's Champion we've ever had. And that will not change. Unless we somehow end up with someone worse. Shudder to think of who that might be. But. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it, 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 there's no point of even talking about it. It's not... no. Ember has no chance. Raquel wins. LOL. No one gives a fuck. And people continue to not give a shit about this belt. Or the next belt. Because of the assholes they decide to have them on. Karrion Cross defending the NXT Championship in a fatal five-way... For reasons against Adam Cole 
who's back for some reason and not on the main roster. Johnny Gargano, who lost the North American Championship and is now going for the belt higher than it. That, that makes sense. Kyle O'Reilly, okay, that makes sense. And Pete Dunne, who's here. Uh, yeah, like, I could look at this and hope they're thinking, like, oh, we made a huge fucking mistake putting this belt back on cross, or putting this belt, well, yeah, it is back on cross. He, he did, he did win it twice. Uh, and think, oh, here's a good way to get this belt off of him, a fatal five-way where someone else can pin somebody else and don't have to pin him and he can lose, not have the belt, and we realize our fucking mistake. That's not what's going to happen. He'll probably beat the living shit out of all four of these guys and uh, pin all four of them at once and stack them up like Roman Reigns did Edge and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, only have it to be four people and somehow not have the three people in between him and the person on the bottom. Uh, somehow they won't win, even though they're on top of that person pinning them. Because, you know, technically, that, that is a thing. That still is a thing, no matter what anyone says. Edge is still technically a champion as well. Let's be real. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Cross is going to win. No one's going to care. This guy is trash. Both in the ring and outside the ring. Outside of the company. So... Yeah, that's uh, your takeover card. I'm so fucking excited. I talked about it for ten minutes. That's literally how far we got into this podcast. And I'm already done predicting this show. Uh, should we talk about anything else? Uh, we had a bunch of releases last week. Uh, I guess we could talk about that. Uh... Alistair Black got released, which is good, because he can go do something that's actually worthwhile, so anyone, like, it sucks that, I mean, like, the past couple of years of his career in WWE, yeah, that sucks, but ultimately, and I know he ju- was just coming back, but I'm gonna be perfectly honest, that was, all that was a complete miss for me, and I do not, like, I, that did not interest me whatsoever, and yeah, I didn't like it. So ultimately, I'm not mad that he's gone, uh, and he's gonna go do something else. Uh, that's good. That's fine for me. Uh, I, I want him to go somewhere that's worth his actual time. Uh, he had a couple of streams on Twitch afterwards, and he was uh, complimentary of most people, like most people in the company, like he mentioned that it was like a slow death to his character over the past couple of years, which obviously, but he, like he praised most of the people backstage, and so everyone on Twitter was pissed off at him, because if you're not mad at WWE, tw- wrestling Twitter hates you, and by wrestling Twitter, I basically just mean AEW fanboys, not really all of wrestling Twitter as a whole, because it, it, if you're not ma- constantly mad at WWE, they hate you because they just want you to go to AEW and be another mad at w- at WWE guy. Like the vast majority of their entire roster is because most of them, that's what they are. That's the that's their act. Their entire gimmick is mad at WWE. They don't have a character. 
they they're literally just mad at WWE because it plays to their audience because the majority of their audience is an only character trait in their entire meaningless existence is mad at WWE. That's what their audience is all the time. There, there's no, nothing worthwhile to anyone that's a, a, any a, typical AEW fanboy. That's all they are. Mad at WWE. They don't even like the the wrestlers in their company for what they actually are. They're just happy that they're mad at the other guys. And then the second you're not mad at the other guys, we hate you. That's what they are. They hate everything in WWE, no matter what is happening, no matter if it's good or if it's bad. Like, if it's bad and they hate it, okay, that makes sense. You can, that makes sense, but uh, legitimately good things, like the entire Roman Reigns storyline, and they hate that just because they hate Roman Reigns for no reason, even though Roman Reigns is great. Uh, they just hate it because they, they have to. They have no other choice. They are not allowed to. They will be excommunicated, excommunicated from their cult. That is their entire personality. Like I've said it before, you put the same match in AEW and in WWE, you have, let's say you have uh, Kenny Omega and Pac have some match and they have this match, and everyone in a every AEW fanboy they love it. It's the best match they've ever seen. But you have the let's say you have Roman Reigns and let's say Sheamus for some reason. I don't know why this match would happen, but let's say Roman Reigns and Sheamus have do the have the exact same match that. Kenny Omega and Pac have like literally move for move motion for motion and they haven't like this match is happening at the exact same time like they're literally doing the same match simultaneously like halfway across the country so they they have no way of knowing that this is happening now reality this isn't possible but just hypothetically say that this is happening if the AEW fit Fanboys watch Kenny Omega and Pac doing this match. It's the most amazing thing in the world. But then, if they were watching Roman Reigns and Sheamus have it, it would be a god-awful match. Even though it's literally the exact same match. Move for move, etc. That is what AEW fanboys are. As long as AEW is doing it, it's amazing. Anything, if WWE is doing it, it's terrible. That's literally it. You don't have to ask AEW fanboys opinions about something WWE is doing, because even if it's good, they hate it. No matter what. So, yeah, anyways. Uh, hopefully Alistair goes to New Japan or somewhere else. I don't want him to be stuck in AEW to have to cater to those idiots. Uh, Andrade is apparently in AEW now. I uh, wish he wasn't paired with Vicky Guerrero. That screams mid-card. Uh, yeah. Uh, Buddy Murphy got released, which... Again, I'm not super upset about that. 
he's a really good wrestler. He was never going to go very far in WWE. We have to be perfectly honest there. Like, I do not see what he could have done besides maybe winning a mid-card belt. That's about as far... That's really as far as Buddy Murphy was going to go. Uh, he could also go to New Japan. Lana got released. I'm sure we'll see her with Miro sometime in the near future. Uh, let's see. Braun Strowman got released. I'm not really sure why, but good riddance. We don't need you. We don't want you. Uh, the only one that really upset me, and realistically, it's better off that she goes elsewhere, too, is Ruby Riot. Uh, I'll actually miss her, and now the women's tag titles are basically officially dead because we have three teams that no one gives a shit about. So, yeah. And the Riot Squad never won the tag, the tag titles, so you fuck that one up. Uh, I mean, realistically, she's better off going somewhere that will appreciate her talent, too. But it still makes me sad. Uh, yeah, so that's, I think that's everyone. There might have been someone else. Was there someone else? Eh. Let's, let's, I feel like I'm, I'm forgetting somebody here. Uh, you know, it, it's all over my Instagram, like, random discover page for the past week. And now that I'm actually kind of looking for it, they don't show up. Uh... Oh, Santana Garrett. Well, no one cares about Santana Garrett. She outed herself as a uh, dumbass uh, a few days before that. So, uh, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Just to fill some time. Because why not? Uh, This this episode was brought to you... Like, if you don't know what that... uh, riding a horse on the moon thing is it's some stupid commercial where the uh it, it asks you or it says imagine what you'd be doing if you didn't have to worry about weeds i'd be like the same thing because i don't worry about weeds but the, it shows uh, this there's mo- there's multiple of them but and the other ones make a little more sense as to what as to the question so it's like this lady is asking it's like it's like, why do horses listen to us? Because she's looking at a statue with ho- that has a horse in it. And it's like, they're a lot bigger than us. And then they're like, uh, and, well, she, then she looks at the moon, and she's like, well, we did put a person, a man on the moon. It's like, and then she's like, well, be, it would be really cool to ride a horse on the moon. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, that is a, an incredibly dumb thought. So, so you're telling me you're going to get a horse and you're going to put now first you're going to put a whole space suit on this horse. You'd have to first design a space suit for a horse. And then you're going to put this horse on a rocket ship. And then you're going to have to take an entire trip in this rocket ship 
to the moon with a horse. And, I mean, like, I don't... They may have done, like, experiments where there's actually been animals on spaceships in the past. Like, I feel like I've heard about that before, but... I can't imagine they've had a horse on a fucking on a on a freaking rocket. So then you're gonna you're gonna land, and then you're gonna you in a spacesuit are gonna get on a horse that's in a spacesuit because you know there's no oxygen in space. Remember that. So you have you're gonna be riding a, in a spacesuit. You're gonna be riding a horse in a spacesuit that's especially designed for that horse. You know. I just, I just don't think that's smart. I think you're a fucking moron if you even have that thought. And obviously this person in the commercial doesn't have that thought. Whoever wrote this commercial is a fucking dumbass. You didn't think about everything that would have to go into getting a horse onto the moon and then riding this horse on the moon. You really didn't think that one through. I just felt like that needed to be said. Anyways. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry this isn't, like, more. There's just really nothing to talk about. We have freaking Hell in a Cell next week, and I don't even give a shit about that either. <sighs> Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, review whenever. Whenever those predictions happen for Hell in a Cell. That's when the review happens. Anyways, have a good night.